This is the Forex Q&A podcast. This is VP, professional Forex prop trader here in the United States, answering your user-submitted Forex trading-related questions every Monday morning. Now, if you have a Forex trading-related question that's been on your mind, here's what you do. You can no longer ask me directly, but that's okay, because chances are I have probably already covered your question somewhere in a video or a podcast or a blog. So simply search for that question within my material, and you should find it. And if you cannot find it, you can go to the No Nonsense Forex Discord forum. Link will be provided down below in the show notes and in the YouTube description. So I've been going on for a few months now about some of the changes, uh, good changes, that we are making to the website, nonsenseforex.com. Uh, just a lot of those changes have not materialized yet until now. We now have a testimonials tab that will have a contact form on it. Now, this is no ordinary testimonials tab. Now, a lot of you have been really great about emailing me and telling me about how much you like the material or putting that comment on YouTube or rating and reviewing the podcast on iTunes. You guys have all been fantastic at doing that one thing. But this testimonials tab is not for that. Um, I had mentioned before that my... Number one legacy that I really want to pass down through everything I'm doing with No Nonsense Forex is to take traders that were either brand new or losing money or break even or just a little bit on the plus side and turn them into professional traders to help aspiring Forex traders actually live out their dreams because trading professionally is what just about every single Forex trader out there wants to do. And if I can be even a little bit responsible for that, uh, then I have certainly done my job and I want to be able to hear and see your success story on my site for everybody else to see. Now, these testimonials are going to achieve multiple things. One, um, for any brand new people coming to the site for the first time, it's going to motivate them. They're going to say, wait a minute, I never see anybody mention on any Forex education site how this particular site turned them from a trader that they didn't want to be into the trader that they wanted to be this whole time, a trader that other people wanted to hire. This guy might be saying things that I don't agree with, and I'm kind of turned off by that, but shoot, this thing works. Look at all these people who went pro. And then hopefully that will motivate a lot of them to keep going to where some people might have just seen it and turned back. So make no mistake, a lot of you who fill out that form are going to have an impact on some of these new traders that may have given up at first. And then the, the other two are really for my benefit. One, it justifies all the work that I've put into this material myself. And as that list of pro traders just keeps growing and growing, you know, I can look back and say, hey, that period of time from mid-2018 all the way to the end of 2019 has paid for itself 100 times over. And third, in all honesty, I get to call scoreboard on anybody that wants to come in and say that my method doesn't work and I don't know what I'm talking about. I can just send them that link, say it absolutely does. Here's the proof. Stick it in your mouth and eat it. Now, please understand there are directions involved and collectively you guys have not been great at following directions. So listen up. The people I want to come in and fill out this form, and I, I would love for any of you who fit this criteria to go fill out that form right now if you could. Once you not only get accepted to a prop firm or a hedge fund or a full-fledged company, whatever the case is, but once you actually get funded, 
because getting accepted and getting funded are two completely different things. Those of you who just got accepted into prop firms recently are going to find this out right away. But once you have actually gotten funded, and only once you've gotten funded, take a moment and spend just a few minutes filling out that form, and I would be forever grateful. It is the Forex Q&A podcast, and episode 63's question is from Chris. I think it's the second Chris in a row, but this Chris is from Columbus, Georgia. And Chris asks, what happened with the Singapore dollar? Are you ever going to trade it? So uh, for those who don't remember or didn't listen to the episode, I think it was episode number 15 on exotic currency pairs. Uh, Oddly enough, one of the least listened to episodes I think I've ever done. Uh, But if you're one of the chosen few who did, that episode was shot at the very beginning of October, I think, of 2018. And I had mentioned that I don't trade exotic currencies, but I am looking at one in particular, and it's just a matter of me going and forward testing to see if it actually fits my system nowadays. Uh, It didn't before, um, but that system has changed over time, and now it's a lot more conducive to accommodating a small handful of other currencies should I choose to add them to what I already do? Because that is kind of a big decision. You know, we trade 28 currency pairs here at No Nonsense Forex. Uh, Started out at 27. We banged that drum for a while. Uh, We added Euro Swissy once it started acting right again. And then I said, look, I think there is some real value in trading the Singapore dollar. Uh, It does have its downsides, but I think the upsides more than make up for it. I will test it and I will get back to you. And I think Chris asked this question in the winter. And during that time, uh, you guys know how this market just fell apart. Um, The market was really dead, and I was not getting really any signals on most of my Singapore dollar pairs. So I just didn't have a sample size to go with that I was comfortable with. Uh, So there are only a few trades here and there, spotty trades, that I was able to take. Then more like midsummer. Actually, uh, right around July when that popped up, uh, for some reason, all those pairs got moving again, and I was able to trade it a lot more and get a much better idea of how these pairs are traded and if the algorithmic structure that we use here uh, could work on Singapore dollar pairs. Well, the results are in, and I am happy to say it. The answer is yes. I am pretty satisfied with what I've seen, and over time, I will be adding every combination of the Singapore dollar and the eight majors to my trading arsenal. And I'm pretty excited about it. You know, we get to expand the empire here. Now, before you run out and add these to your arsenal as well, if you haven't already, let me give you an idea of what you're in for. Now, it's mostly good things, but there are some things I want you to understand when you're trading these. First off, just for the sake of the channel, um, from this point on, I am still going to say that we trade 28 currency pairs here, every combination of the eight majors, just to not confuse people. Since I've been saying this for so long, uh, it just wouldn't make sense to change it up now. So this will just be some inside information. So just between you and me, nobody else, but the other 25,000 people a week who download this podcast, just between us chickens, Singapore dollar pairs are now a go. Now, for starters, one of the reasons that attracted me so much to trading the Singapore dollar is, one, I did it before. It was just the dollar Singapore dollar, and I had pretty good results with that. Um, But then whatever platform I was on at the time took it away, so I just couldn't anymore. Um, But it's back, and it's back in all of its forms. Because I think more than any other currency pair out there, it acts as almost a blank canvas 
to the other currency that you're trading. Meaning, you know how we talk about how one of the two currency pairs at the time will be driving the bus? Meaning that whatever's going on in that currency is more important than the one you're trading it against? You can pretty much bet that 98% of the time, the Singapore dollar is not going to be driving the bus long-term or even mid-term, maybe short-term, but that's really it. And it's pretty immune to most of the news that's coming out of it because everything in Singapore right now is pretty great all the time. It is the main banking hub for pretty much all of Asia and the number one rated banking hub in all of the world right now. You know, if bad manufacturing data comes out of Singapore, you know, so what? You know, their economy is not based on manufacturing. You know, to a lesser degree, it's not even based on GDP. So when I see things like that, I am very interested in giving currencies like that a try. Now, a lot of times those currencies are not very liquid and they have the tendency to jump all over the place. But not the Singapore dollar. Uh, it has liquidity. It is fairly heavily traded. Uh, the USD SGD is traded probably more than a lot of some of the more minor currencies within the 28 that we trade right now. Now, why are all these things so good, you know, to us as trend traders? Well, for one, you get a lot less whipsaws this way than you do with any other currency pair out there that we currently trade. I mean, this thing either doesn't move at all or it moves pretty smoothly. And that's good, especially if you have a good volume indicator that can keep you out of those dead periods where it's not moving at all. It can be a little jumpy with the CAD, um, but not to the point to where I think it's really any of a concern, um, because pretty much every other currency you traded against, as far as the eight majors go, uh, it's going to move really nice. I think you're going to like what you see. Now, here are a couple other things to be mindful of. One, um, you're going to think that certain Singapore dollar pairs will correlate with other Singapore dollar pairs. Now, if you guys remember my thoughts on correlations, uh, one, even if it looks like they do, they don't really. I mean, the whole reason anybody's even interested in two pairs correlating is so you can use one pair to get a slight jump on the other pair. And I just don't think you're going to find that opportunity here uh, with the Singapore dollar. Uh, you really don't find it anywhere. That's why I always tell people to ignore correlations. Uh, because the other reason is, even if it looks like they're doing it now, it's not something that they just do all the time. Uh, so, for example, uh, if you guys have put up all of your Singapore dollar pairs, you guys know how my charts look, like uh, how big my candles are, like how many times I zoom in or zoom out. So do this. Make your charts look like mine. And as I am recording this on September 15th, 2019, you will notice that the Singapore dollar Swiss franc and the Singapore dollar Japanese yen pairs look very similar. And at first glance, if you were lazy, you would be like, wow, these two pairs correlate. But then what I want you to do is hit the zoom out button twice on both of those pairs. You're going to see a whole different story now. They really don't. They just happen to be doing that right now. So don't get too caught up in all that. But one of the things you probably are going to notice over time, especially when you start trading these for real, is that if you go back to episode 14 of the podcast. Uh, I am going to link the blog for that podcast down below because that was one of the better blogs that I've done because I actually outlined all of this for you. That certain currency pairs have higher spreads and lower ATRs, which means percentage-wise, 
Some pairs are better to trade than others. Um, But the whole point of that episode was to say, look, this does not apply to us. We are daily chart traders. For the love of God, stop worrying about spreads. And then I showed that the most flagrant offender out of all 28 pairs, at the time at least, was the Kiwi Swissy. It had an average spread of three pips, an average daily ATR of 47 pips, making the percentage of spread to ATR right about 6%. And that was by far the worst percentage of all 28. Now, the ATRs on the Singapore dollar pairs are not going to be very high, and sometimes the spreads are going to be a little bit higher than you're used to seeing, meaning that if I added those to that same chart that I had in the blog, that a handful of those Singapore dollar pairs would have probably come out even worse than the Kiwi Swissy. But as I said before, these percentages are nothing to be worried about. If we were lunatic five-minute chart traders and the spread on the Euro-Singapore dollar was four pips and the ATR on the five-minute chart was also four pips, well, now we have something to think about. And now we have a decision to make. But these percentages, in the end, mean nothing to us when you're a daily chart trader. When you guys are back-testing your system on these pairs and you see all these 100, 200-pip moves... Just think about how you would have missed out on those 100, 200 pip moves because you were too afraid to trade the pair because it was two pips higher on the spread than you wanted. Jumping over dollars to pick up pennies. Total nonsense. Don't let the spread to ATR ratio deter you from trading any of these pairs. Um, But the last bit I will say on this is if you are adding these pairs to your trading arsenal, don't just throw them in there backtest your system against them like you would anything else, see how it does, and then just give it a really quick little forward test. You know, maybe take one trade, maybe two, because every broker is different in how they approach these things. But it won't take any more than that. And then once you've done that and you're comfortable having all these extra pairs to trade, well, then buy a con deals. You know, enjoy all the extra pips you're going to make this year. So in the end, traders, I think this might just go down as one of the most influential podcast episodes I've ever done. You know, I mean, how many extra pips are many of you going to be adding to your trading over the next five, 10 years just by adding these things in if you haven't already? You know, you never need my permission, but if you were looking for it, now you have it. And those of you out there who've gotten hired on to a firm or hedge fund or something like that and have actually gotten funded with their money to trade, go to the testimonials tab at nonsenseforex.com and fill out that form. I want to hear all about it. And for those of you who are not ready to fill out that form just yet, understand that your time is coming, provided that you do this the right way and put in the work like so many of my traders can attest to right now. If real success stories like that can't motivate you, at this point, I just don't know what else will. So go out there and get it.